Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. There's so much going on behind someone's eyes and behind what you see on the surface in the workplace and creating a safe space to grow as a human actually makes your team and your company be able to grow at a, at a higher and more successful rate. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised L.A., and I created We Are L.A. Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Today's We Are LA Tech community shout out goes to Jeff Lappin. Jeff, I hope I'm pronouncing your last name right. Jeff is an angel investor and president of Tech Coast Angels, empowering Los Angeles to continue to be a top startup city. Be sure to say hello to Jeff on social. That's J-E-F-F, last name L-A-P-I-N, and tell him you found him via We Are LA Tech. Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. I think today's personal spot is about creating space and organization and letting go and doing my best not to control so hard as a founder not to want to control the outcomes and think as though like the delusion that I even have control in the first place. I've been spending a lot of time organizing. I unloaded, as you know, I moved offices, unloaded all my storage rooms and I've been having this amazing guy. Definitely check him out. Brandon Reed on Instagram come and help me organize everything. Brandon has just been a blessing. His Instagram is B-R-A-N-D-O-N-M as in Mary, R-E-A-D, Brandon M. Reed. Such a professional. I, I found him via TaskRabbit and he has just like been powering through, making sure that everything could be ready and great for me before I go on this women in tech tour to Kazakhstan and Belarus, Lithuania, um, the Ukraine, Uzbekistan, and then Toronto, Canada with Red Bull. And it's been hard. And the European um, portion of the trip is with Seed Stars and with Baltic Sandbox. It's just been hard preparing. Today is the day where it's like, you know, game time and, I am, um, I'm nervous about going. <sighs> I'm nervous. I mean, I'm excited to go, but I also just want to like curate my life here in Los Angeles and everything feels so evolving. I keep using the term I'm evolving from the discomfort and I just haven't completed the evolving process yet, but maybe all of life is evolving and 
And there's nothing to complete necessarily. It's just about putting one foot in front of the other. I want to make time to see my mom today. And I don't know if I'll have time that like really bums me out. And I've just been doing the best with my space and time and choices, but it just feels like even my best, I'm just not figuring it out quick enough. And uh, I hope, I hope that end of year in 2020 bring to me just so much clarity an understanding of how the purpose of this podcast and the other work that I do has been influencing the community. And I guess in 2020, I just hope everything makes sense. <laughs> I just hope everything makes sense. Anyway, I'm going to go with that because I have so much left to do, but I hope you enjoy the next episode. A quick note before we get into the show. This week's episode of the We Are LA Tech podcast was originally recorded for the Women in Tech podcast at the 2019 Wonder Women Tech Conference at the Long Beach Convention Center. Enjoy. Women in Tech podcast celebrating women in tech around the world. So excited to be here with Sarah Zarel. Yes, one of the best women in tech. She is just an inspiration to me every single day of what it is to be strong, to be intelligent, to be a leader, and to evolve. Hello. Hi, Esprit. Thank you so much for having me. And of I'm just course. trying to keep up with you. You're the true inspiration. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so go ahead. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So I have a company called Pavement. We launched like Airbnb for parking and we're actually in the process of opening up a B2B vertical right now nice. to help developers mitigate the risk that they're facing as cities reduce minimum parking requirements and car ownership remains unpredictable. And it's crazy in LA, in New York, in San Francisco, in these big cities, parking is such a pain point. So Pavement's important. Was this why the company was created? to solve this problem? Yes, so most cities actually have enough parking spaces but we can't access them. Here in LA, there's actually 18.5 million parking spaces and only 5.6 million registered cars. So parking shouldn't be a problem, but it is because we can't access most of those spaces. Right. So pavement exists to create a central platform to unlock the underutilized parking inventory so that we don't have to circle the block for 20 minutes a day looking for parking. Or to find a place at the airport. Yes. yes. That's when yes. I think it comes in really clutch. <laughs> yeah. We we have a great valet offering at the airport, which comes in very handy now that Rideshare uh, can't pick you up directly at your terminal. But pavement, uh, when you park with our valet service, you're actually able to still get your car directly to the terminal. So I love it. Um, but more importantly, I feel that it's been such a gift to be a part of your journey as you've become this powerful woman in tech. Now, you didn't start in the tech space, but before we even get to that, what do you remember is your first time you realized you had a curiosity about technology? So I had started working uh, for a marketing agency and we were having a lot of problems managing our team of writers, our staff of writers. And what that company was doing was actually using Twitter and creating, uh, you know, just a lot of content. And so I went to the CEO and he was thinking the same thing. And we started working on a, a software right. to be able to manage the team. And I got to work directly with the developers on that. And I realized that I was naturally inclined to speaking with engineers and being able to get the results that we needed. And was that your first memory of curiosity about tech? Let's, let's tell everybody, like, what were you doing before tech? Like, where did you get your start professionally? 
So when I first moved to LA, I was working in the entertainment industry, actually, as a stand-in and doing background on TV shows. <laughs> and um, I was just really bored. There's a lot of downtime in TV. And I, I just realized that it wasn't the thing that was serving me. So I was kind of looking at different industries where I would be able to make an impact yeah. and, and have a voice. And naturally, tech, uh, tech was a really interesting one to me. This was about six years ago. So it was a very different landscape than it is today. Completely, Completely different. <laughs> and I, I saw an opportunity and, and made the switch from entertainment to marketing and then from marketing to technology. And it, you've really evolved into what it means to be a leader. I feel like you've always been a strong, you've definitely always been a supportive woman, which I think, I think is a sign of a leader. But you've really evolved into true like power, like I feel like you're this powerful force. What have you learned, like for everybody listening, what have you learned in how to start that pathway from showing up to like dominating the world? <laughs> well, I don't know that I have achieved world domination yet, though always something to strive for. You know, to me, being a good leader is, is leading with empathy. And I've had a lot of uh, mm. struggles and uh, just really hard things in my life. So I think it gives me extreme empathy. And I think what makes me different as a leader is that that's kind of how I lead. So when I'm building a team, really creating a space to understand mm. that there's so much going on behind someone's eyes and behind what you see on the surface in the workplace and creating a safe space to not only share that, but then to also grow as a human actually makes your team and your company be able to grow at a, at a higher and more successful rate. And speaking of obstacles, professionally, what's one huge obstacle that you've successfully overcome and how did you overcome it in your profession? Gosh, that's a great question. I feel like there's been obstacle after obstacle. 24-7, um, right? Life yeah, of a founder. And I, and I think that I... I never really focus on the obstacles, so it's sometimes difficult for me to recall, but that can be anything from uh, being handed a, a product from your development team and giving notes on it and then seeing multiple regressions right? and realizing that you have to can the entire team because it is just not going to work <sighs> and switch engineering teams to um, just navigating co-founder relationships, to navigating personal relationships, because all those things can be quite debilitating. And the way that I just try to overcome them is just by, you know, staying positive even when it's hard, as cheesy as that sounds, and telling myself that this is just a moment and that, like, that moment will pass and looking for the lesson in it and, and constantly striving to grow. And I think that's really the only way to approach problems. And who do you, in those times, because those are all different types of professional obstacles who do you go to for guidance do you go to do you read a book do you have a website a blog do you go to a person do you go to many different people how do you know where to find the solution how to overcome each obstacle stick around we'll be right back after the break the best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created getpodcastlisteners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out getpodcastlisteners.com. That's getpodcastlisteners.com. Com. 
how do you know where to find the solution, how to overcome each obstacle? I think a lot of it, I, I lean on my intuition. Your um, intuition is your oracle. Yeah, my intuition and, and really going inward and taking the time to meditate and journal and kind of write out what I'm dealing with and separate what is emotion and what is logic and what actually makes what makes sense and look at things really objectively. Yeah. And then I like to run those conclusions that I've come to against a, a strong group of other women. Right. Because at the end of the day, chances are if I'm going through it, somebody else yeah. is either going through it at the same time or has been through it. Totally. And then you can kind of collaborate and swap notes as to how to get on the other side of it. And before before we get to the end of our conversation, just for everybody listening right now and they want to cyber stalk you, where can they find you online and where can they find out more about Pavement. Uh, they can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Sarah Zarell. So that's just S A R A H Z U R E L L. And Pavement is at Pavement on all social channels. And Pavement is P A V E M I N T. Mint as in make extra money because we're trying to create additional <laughs> revenue streams for individuals, business owners, and cities. Love it. Um, for the mentors that you've had and the friends that you've gotten advice from, what has been the best piece? of advice you've gotten? Man, woof, the very best piece of advice. <laughs> Gosh, that's a tough one. Well, one of them. It's a one tough of one. <laughs> um, I, I think that just really that that knowledge and knowing that like this too shall pass mm. is just so incredibly yeah. important to remember as a founder and, and knowing that at the totally. end of the day, the thing I think that's the most difficult about being a founder is you pour your heart and your soul and your, your, your bandwidth is always maxed yeah. and that can be, it can be discombobulating right. and you can get lost, right? right? You can get lost in like the hustle and the bustle yeah. and really lose yourself in it. And you know, the advice of staying present and understanding that though we're trying to reduce CO2 and though we're <laughs> trying right to solve really big issues facing cities, right. like your your mental health is and your so health important. are the two most important things. And if you're not taking the time to find balance totally. and taking the time to set up a routine right. that keeps you sane, right. you can't be a productive founder. You right. can't be a good leader. Yeah. You can't actually solve any problem if you're not taking the time to solve the problems within your heart. I think it's also um, in understanding that everybody has a different opinion yeah. about how to solve a problem. <laughs> and um, it's what you said earlier. It's about following your intuition. No matter who you ask, you could ask 10 ultra successful people the exact same question. They're all going to have a different answer. So following your intuition to find out what answer is best for you and prioritizing your well-being. And for me, I know I'm not a person that does well with time. So when I create structure, and I agree with you, we should have structure, it's about, okay, am I taking care of my mental health first thing in the morning? Am I then eating? And then I'm doing my deep work. And so creating whatever formula of success works for us individually, not subscribing to, there's a treasure map out there. I just need to find it. <laughs> yeah, it's not a, there's not a template. It's not rinse and repeat. What works for me isn't necessarily going to work for you yeah. and vice versa. But I do think that there's value in talking to other entrepreneurs about what works for them because maybe there are things that you haven't thought of that you totally. can integrate in your life. Like Completely. I've recently integrated a gratitude journal in the morning. Love it. Yes. And it's really, it's really helped me not only take the time to celebrate the wins that I have throughout the day yeah. with the, the evening entry, right. but also to set an intention. So I'm 
I'm going throughout my day knowing the out the desired outcome. Yeah, totally. And, and I think that desired that, outcome. Yeah, that really helps, and it helps you achieve that desired outcome if you take the time to set that intention first thing in the morning. Totally. And then also, you know, not looking at my cell phone first thing in the morning, right? Uh, that's so hard too. <laughs> it's such a habit. Have you? Like, do you do it every day? Have so, you succeeded? You know, I have a really good girlfriend named Nicole Lappin who wrote the book Becoming Superwoman. And it's I about, read that. yeah, it's a great, fantastic book. And she talks about uh, going from burnout to balance. And I, I've that. taken this advice yeah. actually from her uh, that do not look at my cell phone in the morning because when you look at your cell phone first thing in the morning, then it's all the people that have emailed you are directing your day. Right. And you shouldn't let anyone control your time. You should be in control of your time. So taking a moment to do the things that are going to serve you and then getting into the work will actually make you more productive and more effective. And now you may need a second to process this question, but what is your favorite tech tool? Like software, app, aside from pavement, amazing app. Um, What is your favorite tool to be productive or to have yourself organized? Sometimes people just say, I love Slack. I can't live without Slack. Um, What is it for you? You know, I work in notes a lot with checklists. Yeah, the the, uh, the iPhone notes app. Yeah, I I do too. It's just such an incredible app. It's so, so, so simple. Of course, I use Slack and Monday and tools like that, but it's really helpful for me to be able to have uh, something that is so accessible that I can then share those to-do lists with yeah. people on my team and in a way that's completely mobile that I don't have to log in to do yeah. and then we can just have quick easy accountability and it can be transferred into one of the other platforms if necessary and so I probably would say notes and then my other really uh, app that I'm kind of addicted to yeah. right now is that app Clarity Money. Oh, Clarity Money? What's Clarity Money? So Clarity Money uh, just helps you keep your finances in order and really keeps me in check as it relates to Postmates um, and other things because, as you know... <laughs> I love how you said as it relates to Postmates. <laughs> so true. <laughs> well, it's like I don't have time to cook. Yeah. So then I just find myself Postmating every meal and that gets really expensive. Yeah. Um, and Clarity Money helps me just kind of track all my finances yeah. because one thing that we, you know, that can be a huge stress is our finances. Um, And so that's just an app that really keeps me in check and I can log on and it's like, you're doing a great job. And I'm like, yes. Now, if you could give yourself, when you were an actress on the TV shows and you weren't not, you were not in this tech world yet, this like insane, insane tech world, what advice would you give that person today about the future? Yeah, I would say... um, do like do the thing that's going to bring you the most joy and if you're unhappy in your career and you want to make a change do it sooner rather than later yeah. and kind of be fearless about what career is going to serve you the most yeah. and bring you joy because life is really too short to spend so much time working in a career or a job that doesn't make you happy totally. or and, do things despite the fear right right sometimes we can just be brave yeah. um it's interesting it used to be that I could see, when I first became an entrepreneur, I could see my whole future. I was really confident of, like, this is what it's going to be. And that didn't happen. Um, my I built the first action sports company, um, Social Network, as you know. And then that didn't happen. And what I learned over time for me is I just want to do a check-in every day. Am I happy today? Like, is today going? And if it isn't, let me pivot so that I could create a different tomorrow. But where I'm going to be in five years, I have no 
idea anymore. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. That's the beauty in it. I think that's the beauty in being uh, an entrepreneur that you can continually iterate. And you know, with pavement, we're going through uh, you know opening up an entirely new vertical. Yeah. To reach the same goals, yes. Right. right? The, the goal that we're reaching toward is a more sustainable manner of transportation and right, parking. Right. But we're now approaching it from a different point of view. And mind you, like if you asked me when I was seven what I would be doing when I grew up, running a tech company would have <laughs> specifically in the like urban tech yeah. transportation uh, sector would not have even been something that I thought was a possibility. Right. I didn't even know it existed. Right. And so really allowing yourself to have imagination and to take risks uh, and learn new skill sets yeah. and then just to constantly been learning is is so, so important. And then you'll end up where you're meant to be. What is written will be. Yeah, completely. It's. A, I wish the audience could know just how... What I said in the beginning, you truly define becoming powerful to me. And it's just, it's a beautiful process to be able to witness. Um, yeah, no, and I wish, I wish the audience could like see that evolution with me because it's, it's truly remarkable. Like I'm just, how do you define power? I define power... Oof, that's a really, like, I don't know if I've ever even thought about the question of how I define power. Um, I would say off the cuff that I define power by being able to drive change. Mm. And if you have that power, you better be driving positive change. Yeah. Uh, and you better be wielding that power for good. Otherwise, it's just going to come back around and bite you and catch up with you. And so I think that... Uh, influence yeah. and the ability to change a point of view or change consumer behavior right. um, is a really, it's a, is a gift yeah. and it cannot be taken lightly. I think one word that I redefine for myself is success. Um, before success was being on the cover of Forbes and Fast Company and all these things and IPOing. And now success is simply taking action, mm -hmm. just taking action every day because you can't possibly control the outcome. Like look at Kodak or look at how um, Netflix evolved into from DVDs to what it is today. We could only do our best to pivot, but we can't totally control the outcome. Yeah. That's 100% uh, so, so, so spot on. If you want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech around the world, be sure to go to womenintech.com slash VIP. That's womenintech.com slash VIP. It takes you straight to the Facebook group. And be sure to say hello on social at Women in Tech Show on Twitter. On Instagram, on Facebook. You could reach out to me at Esprit Devora on Twitter, on Instagram. This has just been amazing. Thank you for so much for spending your time with the Women in Tech podcast and just being you and being an inspiration. What should we look out for you next? Uh, you should uh, look out and park with pavements. Yes. And, uh, you know, reduce your carbon footprint by knowing where you're going to park before you leave your house. And also just support each other as uh, entrepreneurs and go after your dreams. Love it. Give me five. Yeah. Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community.
We're so proud of what we've created with the We Are LA Tech podcast. To be a part of our journey with us, if you'd like to donate, go to wearelatech.fm. That's wearelatech.fm, and you can find our donation link at the top right of the page. Thank you so much for supporting us in our journey and helping fuel us moving forward for each and every episode. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Adam Carroll. Show notes by Carl Marty. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.